You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Beware of false prophets who hinder people from finding the narrow road that leads to heaven. Learn more about entering the kingdom of God in week 15 of our series, Redefined. Matthew 7, 13, he says, Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. Jesus told the disciples, there's two paths that you need to choose. One is the narrow gate. Not many want to go to the narrow gate. For the gate is wide. Because there's another option. The gate is wide and the way is easy. But then it leads to destruction. Many. Picture millions walking that road of the easy path to faith. The word that leads to destruction, if you look at the very root meaning in the Greek word that it was used in Matthew 7, means this. Causing someone to be completely severed, cut off entirely from what could or should have been. This is the question you don't want to ask. This is the haunting thing that happens to a lot of people. On their deathbed, on their darkest moment, they ask the question, Lord, if I just followed you before, what could be or what should have been my life, now I've been completely cut off because I've chosen the easy road, the wide road, the easy way to faith, a faith that is so comfortable, I don't need any commitment, I don't need sacrifice, all I need to do is show up on church on a Sunday. That's it. A life of what could be or what should have been, if I just followed Christ, If I became a disciple of Jesus, not a crowd, not an attendee, part of the disciples on the Sermon on the Mount, who made the decision, I'm not choosing the easy road to faith. Going through the narrow way that leads to life. You see, the temptation we have today is we see many, many, by the millions, embracing a kind of faith That requires no sacrifice. Requires zero commitment. A faith that is comfortable. A faith that is based on convenience. But it leads to what? The Bible says destruction. Not it is only talking about hell. It's talking about a state of what could be or what should have been. I want you to look upon your own life and I want you to check. Have I chosen the easy path? Have I I chosen the wide road that requires nothing of me and I can declare myself a Christian? Just go to church. That's it. I'm good. I'm waiting for Jesus to come. I'll judge every person who's a sinner. And I'll just show up on Sunday and not do anything about my faith. Nothing revolutionary about whatsoever in your life. A faith that is so consumed with self on what Christ can do for me. The easy path 
of faith of what could be or what should have been. So sad to hear so many stories of people coming to us. Pastor, I've heard the message. I knew it before. I chose not to follow. Because I saw many walking the easy road and I thought that was it. A life of what could be or what should have been. The Bible talks about another road. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. Sad picture. Two roads, wide, easy. Many walk through it, leads to what could be or what should have been. But there's this road, very narrow, dangerous, muddy. But at the end of that road, there's life. Life that was mentioned in the Bible means this. Of the absolute fullness of life. Buong buo. Punong puno ng buhay. That was the Greek word that was used in Scripture. Sustained only by God. No people can sustain. Nobody can sustain. No material possessions can sustain that life. Only God can sustain that life. In layman's term, it's to be fully alive. Punong puno ng buhay. Bible says, have to choose the narrow road. If there was one time we've ever trekked, I don't know if it's even called a trek, was when we were in Bacolod, and I think my eldest at the time was four, and the second one was two years old. Mambukal ba yan? I don't know. I forgot. Mambukal, no? Right? And uh, we went there, and they said there are seven waterfalls that you go through. I never thought it was hard. I thought it was easy. I was in my shirt, my shorts, and my crocs. I don't know if it's even original. Somebody gave it to me, right? Or if it's bought downstairs, right? I wasn't prepared for the trek, if, that, if you call that a trek. Seven levels, I think it would take you eight to ten hours to go through the seven waterfalls. At first, it was kind of easy, level one. But somewhere in level one, I was carrying my second, and I think my eldest, Tammy, was carrying. We weren't prepared for this. The tour guide now, we, it gets a little slippery now, and with your slippers that's no longer holding, it was dangerous. Right? But I remember when we went to level two of the waterfalls. All the dangers gone when we saw the view. Amazing view. Life. But the narrow road is dangerous. And when the guide told us, Sir, are you le- ready for level three? Mabilis ba? Mahirap. Sir, mas mahirap po. Uwi na tayo. Reality strikes back. I can't. Even though I can, but carrying someone and not prepared with my slippers, I can't go to level three. We have to go back. Some ways, that's a picture of Christians today. Not prepared for the road ahead. Thinking it's all just about showing up on a Sunday. Wearing the most comfortable slippers. To be entertained and inspired and be enlightened by the man of God who will preach the word that Sunday. 
no sacrifice, no suffering, no commitment. And if ever messages get hard, offended, leaves the church, feels like there's no grace in the preaching. But Jesus preached this message. The disciples knew what he was saying when he said, you walk the easy path, it's going to be a life of what could be or should have been. It's going to be your destruction. You're going to regret. You're going to cry when you're old and say, Lord, if I just follow. Lord, if I just embrace teaching and the faith that comes with the message of the kingdom. Life or death. Two options we were given. The narrow gate that leads to the fullness of life. Few find it. Few would want to go. We've heard these messages. Here, come. This leads to life. Requires sacrifice. Commitment. Come on. No, no. Hassel, busy. Season ko ngayon. Season. I don't know what's up with season. I think only Christians use that. Iba season ko ngayon eh. Ano? Winter? Fall? Spring? Summer? Parehas tayo. Pag umulan, umulan. What season are you talking about? Because the narrow road is hard. But then it leads to life. The elusive joy and life that the world is looking for. So they shop every week looking for that life. They'll try everything. They get lawyers to fix what's broken. And it can't be fixed. The world can't fix it. Because only Jesus can give that life. Are you willing to trek that narrow gate that leads to life? Not a life of what could be or should have been. So many stories we've heard through the years of what could be or what should have been because we choose not to. We choose the easy road. We choose the wide road. We choose just going to church Sunday if it did not rain. If there's easy parking. Who's preaching this Sunday? Oh, I'm not attending. Christianity that's so self-centered. I think Jesus will cry. Two options. You choose today. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. Small is the gate. Narrow the road that leads to life. Only a few find it. Jesus knew the disciples would face such a choice when they go down the mountain. They've been inspired. They've heard from a great teaching from the, from the master storyteller himself, Jesus. Now Jesus gives it to them plain and simple. Two options. Wide, easy, narrow, hard. Results are different. 
Then he says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. Jesus knew what he was talking about. Be left alone with the wolves, you die. Destruction. Beware of such teachings. Beware of such teachers who will tickle your ears and make you feel light and happy. You're preaching a gospel with no power and no content. We've said this. We're not after crowds. What if we fill this place up? What if Green Hills has seven, eight thousand members? We couldn't feel, uh, fill up the place anymore. We need a bigger space. Yet zero impact in the city. You know yourselves as you go home. Has this faith really translated into something? Or maybe I've embraced a Christianity that has no power in it. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are graves gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? What was he saying? He was saying, be careful with the Christianity that's so self-centered. That it has no concern whatsoever with the kingdom of God. Beware of such teachings. Beware of such teachers that will give you just moral teachings apart from the power of the Holy Spirit. Pakabait ka. Wag kang magmura. Wag kang uminom. Wag kang magsigarilyo. Wag mo sisiraan presidente natin. All the moral teachings that anybody who has no faith in Christ can actually teach you. Makes you feel good. Jesus said, beware of such teachings. Teaching that's centered just on morality without Christ. And a message that's very therapeutic. Jesus is your therapist. Lungkot ka? Si Lord... May butas sa puso mo? He's the munchkin. All therapy. All about me. All about me. Very self. My faith is so personal. It's so personal, personal nobody knows. Because I accepted Him as my personal Lord and personal Savior. He's my personal imaginary friend that I speak to every night. Nobody knows about this. Be very careful with such teachings. He was pertaining to the Pharisees. You'll go down, you'll meet them. All morality, all external, all change the outside of the cup. But not really dealing what's in the heart. Be very careful with such teachings. Very therapeutic. Kulang na lang spa music, makakatulog ka na. Just makes you feel good. Sarap church makes me feel good. Next week, di ako pupunta kasi sabi niya, continuation to, mahirap to. Because it's not therapeutic. Jesus had a mixture of both, but in light of the kingdom of God. So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the deceased tree bears bad fruit. 
A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. What was Jesus saying? How will you know if the brand of faith or Christianity you have is right? Look at the fruit. Now only you can answer this. Only I can answer for my family. I cannot answer for yours. May effect ba talaga yung scripture sa atin? Has the past 15 weeks disturbed us so much that it has redefined our marriage, our life, our business? Or is this like, wow, sarap ang church. Whew. Tanggal. Hindi ko na kailangan magpaspa mamaya. Jesus, you're my therapy. Or is it the same kind of life and pattern of sin and dysfunctional behavior that is still alive and living in the relationships that you have because the gospel has no effect in your life because it required no commitment and no sacrifice on your part. We have to fight this kind of Christianity to get involved just like. Don't translate that to your faith. That's Facebook. That's not your faith. That's not kingdom thinking. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is what cut down and thrown into the fire. Jesus was not scaring them. Jesus was telling them a future reality. The prayer is, five years from now, it won't be a conversation like this. Pastor, no October, narinig ko yan eh. Alam ko na anong pipiliin. I know the road that I was going to choose. It should have been the narrow road. But I chose the easy path and said, that message was offensive. I'm not yet ready. I'm in a different season. And so I cannot. Now here I am, Pastor. Five years from now. Lonely, depressed, dysfunctional. Because I've chosen the easy path of faith. The wide road. Why did you choose the wide road? Pastor, kasi yung kaibigan ko, nakasama ko na nag-invite sa akin, chose the wide road. And also somebody I know in Green Hills chose the wide road. And also this guy. And also this victory group leader. Many will choose the easy path. The message version said, don't be impressed with charisma. Look for character. In the preachings, don't be impressed with eloquent words. Kaling, kaling. Kaling niya mag-present. Ganda na suot niya. Look for character. Who preachers are is the main thing, not what they say. Look at the fruit. Jesus is saying, in the same way, a person can profess, I'm a Christian, and I'm a citizen of the kingdom. You can say what you want to say, but I look at who you really are. It does not translate. A genuine leader will never exploit your emotions or your pocketbook. These deceased trees with their bad apples are going to be chopped down and burned. Makes me remember how sacred it is to preach the word. And how it's every responsibility of a Christian and a pastor like myself to preach what Jesus preached, no matter how hard. 
no matter how offensive, no matter how disturbing, it has to be preached. Because we don't want you going back saying, it should be or could have been if I just... But rather, five years from now, you're saying, Lord, I made that commitment. It was hard. Redefined us. Had to go back to the drawing board. Check our lifestyle. Check our values. Check if we're making an impact in society. Are we doing something about the gospel? Made me cry. Made me wept. Of how shallow my faith is in Christ. Five years ago that October. That preaching did something to me. That scripture did something in my heart. Because I knew that day, which is today, I've been walking the easy path of faith. A road that would lead to what could be or what should have been. I hope it's not what if. But I did. By the power of God, I did. Chose the narrow road. J.C. Rouse's repentance and faith in Christ and holiness of life have never been fashionable. It will never be fashionable. I'm telling you, it's not fashionable to be a Christian. To be part of the citizen of the kingdom of God has never been fashionable. Try it, try it. Go to the party. Say, bro, hindi ako inom. Cool ako. Tingnan mo kung hindi ka pagtatawanan. Tingnan mo lang. Sabihin mo sa mabarkada mo, actually, hanggang ngayon, virgin ako eh. Tingnan mo kung hindi sila tatawa. It's never been fashionable. In the language of today's world, it will never be sexy. Never. That's why Dave cannot have a reality TV show. Because his life in the world's eye is boring. He sleeps by 10. At 9 p.m., he reads a Bible story to Sean to put him to sleep. He dates his wife. They talk about God. They talk about the things uh, that, that mature couples do. There's no affair. There's no second wife. There's nothing like that. There's no plates flying when they're fighting. Nothing controversial to be shown on live TV. But this is what it means to be part of the kingdom of God. Never fashionable. And I don't have to. Because when you choose the narrow road, it gives you life. Life to the fullest. John 10.10 Jesus came that I might have life and have life to the full. To be fully alive. To come to a point. Lord, what I have now, I'm fully alive. I don't need anything else. I just want to serve you. Because you are my life. The wide gate. The easy one. Lead to could have been or what should be. What should be. The regrets, the questions. What if I just obeyed God? Became a follower of Jesus. If I just made that decision years ago, 
My marriage won't be like this. My family won't be like this. What is sad is millions would choose the easy path. Millions. Even among Christians, millions. I know because I'm a pastor. I see. Even to a point of can't even give my 10%. It's hard. So hard. To tie so hard. Then choose the easy path. I'll just show up in church Sunday. Okay. Na. Some advice counseling junkies. Pa counsel, pa counsel, pa counsel, pa counsel, pa counsel. Counseling ng counsel. Hindi magandang counseling. Ha? Pa counsel ng pa counsel. Ayaw magpa disciple. You're choosing the easy path. Why? You cry. Somebody listens to you. <sighs> Relief. At least nabuhos ko. Jesus, you're my therapy. And when given a choice, will you now repent? Will you now do something about it? Hindi, may bubuhos pa ako. Ten sessions pa. Wow. How about God's kingdom? How about stop looking at my needs now and start looking at this broken world and I've given this message that is life transforming so that I could share it to others. Tell them the story of your walk and your journey in that narrow road that led to life. And not follow the millions. As we end, we leave the room today in five minutes' time. Two options, nothing else, just two roads. A road that's wide and easy, a road millions embrace. A Sunday Christian. A Christian by paper, religion Christian. That requires no commitment or sacrifice, nothing. That only requires of Christ to look after my need so that He is my ultimate psychiatrist. And my moral teacher who would guide me and give me good advice. But never really doing something about the message of the kingdom of God. The easy road that three, five, ten years from now, this is the conversation. What if it should have been, it could have been, or choose today, October 2017, to walk out this door and say, Lord, I'm choosing the narrow road. Dangerous, dirty, muddy, requires commitment, requires full attention and focus, requires a lot of redefining. Reviewing of life, lifestyle, values, vision, changing the culture of just trying to go to church every Sunday and that's it. 
redefining that. And say, Lord, I choose to be a follower, a disciple of Jesus that would lead to life. That is the message today. Let's bow down our heads and pray. Lord, it is the prayer of my heart that everyone, not one, in this room would choose the easy path. It tempts us. It lures us. No commitment. No sacrifice. Here. Why? Look at all your friends. They're here. Come. Open our spiritual eyes to see that the invitation really sounds like come to this life that would lead to a life of regret, of questions of what could be or what should have been. Or may we see that. And may we choose the narrow gate, the hard road, the rocky road, the muddy road, stony road, the steep road, the road that's so dangerous that nobody wants because it would require full attention, focus, dedication, commitment. But at the end of the road, it would lead to life. Life everlasting, life eternal, life full, sustained by God, a life that no money, no millionaire or billionaire could ever buy. A life that satisfies. A life that changes marriages. A life that changes relationships. A life found in Christ. A kind of peace that the world cannot give. A supernatural kind of life. I want you to pray to the Lord right now. Today it is your decision. Today choose. Lord, today we're given two options. Also today we know we're walking in either one of this road. For those walking in that easy road, the wide road, Jesus, we repent. Lord, we turn back. We go back to that fork on that road. We go back, we repent. Lord, and we choose to walk the narrow road. The life that the world is looking for. Lord, is in that narrow road. Lord, I pray that I will be fine faith that I will be fine faithful. As I walk that narrow, hard road. Muddy, stony, steep. Lord, may I understand what I've entered into. It's not a Christianity that is so easy that would require nothing of me. But when I choose to follow Jesus, Lord, it would affect every area of my life. But Lord, I know at the end of the day it would lead to life. So I choose the narrow road. Holy Spirit, empower me as I walk this road. Teach me to obey.
Teach me to walk in faith every single day of my life. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.